Get him. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage because everything is better in Bottomland and Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's up, man? Man. This, wow. is, this is the closest we've ever been to having like a controlled environment. <laughs> Pretty much. Heating, cooling. Sitting down, the sun's still up. Sun's like, still up. Normally it's the brook wee, in the corner. Normally it's the wee hours of Man. darkness that we're trying to pull a podcast together. <laughs> Pretty much is like we record. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be there. I'll be there. <laughs> Nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Well, I get, then, when, then I get there, and then it's like I just gotta finish making these beds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hour and a half later, like, yeah, we'll probably record a podcast. <laughs> well, that's because you've had a regular job. I yeah. could have recorded during the day a whole lot easier. Well, so. This is true. This is true. Tomorrow is the last. The final day. Yeah, so I guess when this airs, that would be y- yesterday. Awesome. So my last day is Wednesday. Great. So i got to find some money between now and Monday. <laughs> you keep saying that, and I hope it's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's, there's always some truth in every uh, joke. <laughs> I'll find it. Attaboy. That's right. Attaboy. I'll find it. We'll, we'll work it out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, excited about that. And so – been going on with you pretty pretty quiet day and man just kind of wrapping some uh i don't know recorded the we recorded the voiceover today for chapter 10 okay which will be the final film in season four season four Um, just say that real quick crazy this will be our 40th episode that's awesome um yeah it is awesome it's it's super cool um so did that also um kind of just been I don't know, piddling with a bunch of other stuff, wrapping up some turkey season stuff, and yeah. looking forward to next year. We're we're well on our way making pots right now, machining pots at the shop, and deep into uh, an order. Yeah, and building mouth calls, and so uh, the whole crew is like Santa's elves working <laughs> in June. So, last time I was in the call shop, it was the day before the golf tournament. Oh yeah, and they had the they had the the hoop. Oh, that, the, it, that's there every day. Oh, is that's it? their stress reliever. Well, it was Aaron. right there. Aaron, Aaron tied into one. I think he got a big piece of it. And that thing went, mm. <laughs> <laughs> went all over Blade, the shop. bladed it past the net. That's well, he awesome. hit it over the net from right, right. there. That's what I mean. The yeah, net didn't yeah. Catch it. And man, nothing's nothing quite gets the pucker factor up like a golf ball in, oh, a, no in a brick room, brick room. <laughs> with yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, concrete floor and a brick walls, and you're like. Yeah. So and a good man size swing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll put you on. That'll put you on red alert for what was sure. That, wasn't that like a Levi's commercial? It was a Wrangler commercial where they tried to button their britches and it like ding, 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 ding bounce all around <laughs> yeah. the room and like broke everything up. Broke a glass jar. Yeah. But S- uh, speaking of golf, one yeah. of the things I did today was uh, I totaled up all the I got all the donations and mm-hmm. money and totaled up from the golf scramble. Um, last year we raised eleven thousand nine hundred and forty nine dollars. And this year, as of last Wednesday, mm-hmm. we were sitting right at eleven thousand eight hundred, which I thought was cool. 
And, um, but I was, to be honest, I was a little bummed because I wanted to outpace it. And so I was, to be candid, I was probably going to chip in whatever. Yeah, just to get, to get a dollar. One, yeah, get you, over you know? it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a growth, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> I, li- I like, I like upward direct uh, trajectory with, yeah. with revenue growth. Man, phone rang and it was a guy out of uh, Jackson, Tennessee area mm. that I don't know. Um, his name is Brian, but um, he works for a company called uh, Volunteer Ag Services. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they do. Literally no clue. Yeah. And he said, uh, hey, man, have y'all turned in all the money for the uh, for the golf scramble thing? And I was like, nope. And he goes, man, he's like, I watched everything y'all did in the pictures, and it looks like y'all had a heck of a good time, and the Carl Perkins Center is awesome. Can I make a donation? And I was like, that's incredible. Of course. $2,500 donation. So we're man. turning in tomorrow, we're turning in $14,300 for the Carl Perkins Center, and I'm pretty stoked man, about that. Brian, that's awesome. <laughs> if you're a listener, <laughs> so, heck yeah, man. That's I have so a feeling cool. Brian is a listener, uh, but yeah, super cool, and um, I'm, I mean, just ecstatic. I'm pumped. I, yeah. The, the you know, a couple, it, couple, hold that thought right quick. Cause good. I think what you're going to say is great, but I just want to draw some attention. Brian's not the only person that made giant donations like that. The shin gear guys, they made a $2,500 donation. Um, local seed and that crew made a $2,500 donation. Um, the call company, um, I realize I control the call company, but um, literally we had, you know, we we started this year's event with a big chunk raised. So, mm-hmm. like, the, the party that we had Friday night was completely free for everybody because um, these companies came together and were like, you know what, this is a good time, it's a good cause. And so, yeah, we're going to Allied yeah. Pest Control. We yeah. had a $2,500 donation, which is just, just incredible. Um and then Yeti kicked in. Sheesh. I mean, Yeti didn't write a check. It's hard to get Yeti to write a check to do anything because they're such a big conglomerate. But, man, they kicked in probably three or $4,000 worth, worth of, of gear, gear yeah. which we turned into raffle tickets and sold just like $2,100 in raffle tickets. So um, That's awesome. Yeah, when it was all said and done, man, it's a really cool event to support a great cause and a local you know, economy. The – this golf scramble every year is one of the bigger events that the country club has, which is you betcha. It's just tiny, but yeah. in the grand scheme of things, man, it's it's fun to be able to do things and give back to the community yeah. around us. And uh, and so I'm I'm fired up for the uh, Carl Perkins Center and the work that they do. I'm grateful that everybody had such a good time at the country club and mm-hmm. for these companies that man, we're we're fortunate to work for some just awesome organizations. Yeah, um, made up of really cool people so yeah um anyways kudos no, to everybody. yeah what i was going to say about brian and volunteer ag is it's one thing to in the moment yeah while you're there yep write the check yep. kind of when you're caught up in like yeah no this is great i want to do this but for somebody to yep if he's on a tractor or wherever in the office to hear about it yep. and then be compelled to do that's it right. that's a special that's kind right. of generosity yeah, and so he, thank you and i didn't realize it was going to be quite that much um he asked me how much some of these other sponsors did and i just told him i was like you know most of the bigger sponsors did 2500 bucks and um i you know he said great i'll do it and i was like dude i mean that that's all awesome. i mean 
are you serious? I, I honestly, I thought he was kidding, and then check showed up, and I was so. That's um, awesome. Well, yeah. thank you. Kudos to Brian, but yeah. man, big thanks to all these other companies too. I mean, it's it's, um, it's not just us. We had a great time. We we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in it. But it would not be possible without some incredible companies like Shin Gear and Allied and Henry Off Road in Oakland. And I mean, there's there's a whole pile of them, and I'm doing a terrible job of impromptu thanking everybody, but. Man, $14,300, a lot of money. Yeah. I'm stoked about it. And, um, yeah, way to go, Team Rolling Thunder. Absolutely. It's really cool. What have you been doing? Speaking That's I mean, the segue <laughs> is, what, what have you been doing? Speaking of turkey season. No. Um, finally got my bird dropped off. Oh, to good. The, to yeah, the taxidermist. Yeah. Kirk uh, recommended a guy out in Selmer. Yeah. So I went out and took it to him. I have seen that guy's work. He does a nice it's job. It's pretty sharp. Yeah. You can always, you know, the whole taxidermy th- Ben and I were talking about this the other day, that when I shot the bird, it was my first one, right? So and it was a good one. So mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, he offered, Ben offered to, because I wasn't going to get a taxidermy. I was sitting there about to breast it out. <laughs> and Ben goes, you're not going to, you're not going <laughs> to get taxidermy? And I said, no, it's, you know, it's a good bird, but, you know. And he goes, I'll pay for it. I was like, Ben. Thanks, Dr. Ben. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man, it's awesome. And, you know, my parents were like, no, we'll get the other half. I was like, guys, <laughs> y'all are bought in. This is awesome. That's and uh, so that was that was really cool. And, you know, partially because of that, it's one of the reasons why I did it local mm-hmm. um, and, and didn't ship it off anywhere. Because you well, got to. That's like six, eight weeks ago. What have you done with it? <laughs> so. <laughs> when so, you say you just carried it. Yeah, to yeah. Like, you're right. You're right. So when your brother's a vet. He has access to large freezers. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you it's know the, the morgue is what we call yeah, it. Yeah, so <laughs> not not to make light of any of that, but you know he put it he put it in the freezer. And yeah. there's a, a funeral home that they do their cremations at for for pets that have to get put down. And and there's a wild turkey in the freezer. Mm. So he marked it and told everybody. Which let me just say as a side note, uh, I, I don't want to throw any shade on Ben, but that's totally par for the course in the vet care industry. People, people don't realize it. Most vets are hunters. I mean, they're yeah. country folks. Yeah. They, like no, it's, it's it's not uncommon just to have a deer head in the freezer yeah, with I mean, everything else. I, sure. the, the one over here has definitely had more deer heads. And, and the other <laughs> the other thing that, that ends up in that cooler a lot, our, our freezer, is uh, you go get one butchered, you know, and, and bring it back and you got, you know. Sure. Like <laughs> if Dad and I both kill a couple does. I mean, we can't eat all that meat, so we give it to all our our folks. Yeah, and, and so people can just go <laughs> pick pick a pick <laughs> yeah, a couple pounds so, out. So weird because it's like yeah, it's kind of macabre. Miss Jones's twenty year old uh, you know poodle Rock, is, yeah. bless his bless his heart. He's curled up waiting on his turn. You know, oh. and, like next to two pound <laughs> flocks of ground deer. <laughs> just make sure you grab the right bag. Is all I have to say. Um. Yeah. Yeah, woof. Um, I think our, our, our audience can handle this conversation. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm just thinking, of, I'm just imagining that you grab the wrong bag and that thing thaws at your house. It's not great. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, so Ben had been, he, there was, because it's out right next to Pickwick, right? Sure. So he's like, oh, man, I'll take it. I was like, man, the full service, you're going to pay for it. And you're then you're going to take it. it. I was yeah. like, this is great. I'll, this yeah. is, can't beat the price. <laughs> can you hang it for me? When it's <laughs> I say, when it comes, you need to come hang it for me. But uh, but anyway, so he had been on people like make sure this does not go to the yeah the funeral which home. we all do put a label on it yeah you know well anyway so this is like you know five six weeks go by 
and uh, Ben was talking to one of his tech, or his tech came up to him and said, man, I'm so glad you got rid of that turkey. Ben goes, uh. what? <laughs> what do you mean you got rid of the turkey? And she's like, yeah, the turkey's not in there anymore. And Ben goes, I don't think you understand. You have to find this turkey. <laughs> and oh so my gosh. they started calling around and ended up finding the guy. And, you know, I don't think I'm exaggerating when this thing was, like, on the conveyor belt. Yeah, Dr. Death picked it up. Yeah. See, in the – I mean, that's what happens. That's why we have a freezer in, in the vet care business. Yeah. Is because whoever's going to do the cremation – comes around every day. We all have just basically one company that we work yep. with. They come around once a day in the afternoon, and they clean out the freezer, and they take everything. It's Usually it's got tags on it based yeah. on what service level you want. And uh, hmm. So so we call him Dr. Death, and Dr. <laughs> Death must have picked up. Uh, yeah, so uh, they call up. picked up the turkey. Well, so they, they were, and, and again, dark, but they were putting everything on the conveyor, and they, they ended up getting to the guy, and he's like, yeah, I thought it was a little odd. Y'all had a turkey in this in here. And I mean, it is and it didn't. I mean. Yeah, because people, people have, have them as pets. Yep, and sometimes, you know? especially here in town, people have chickens as a pet. Yeah. And they'll ask for them to be cremated. And, I mean, yeah. it, it's, and you oblige. It, it's I mean, definitely, yeah, it's definitely out of the ordinary. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it weird i've well, seen a lot I'll, I'll leave the the road <laughs> off the off the listing here but there's there's a place that i've drive past frequently and they had every single morning every single evening of turkey season they had three gobblers in their backyard <laughs> full strut all day every day behind their back door and they had cut the beards off of them big gobblers that had that had no beard like completely cut off and there's no way that they they weren't like tame birds that mm-hmm. they had cut off so maybe people didn't Shoot them if they strayed away. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe that's your pet turkeys. But hmm. anyway, needless to say, they called the guy. They bring it back. And Ben, after he got the bird of the taxidermist, said, so I got a story for you. And, uh, so <laughs> anyway, I'll probably see well, it. good. So you got it delivered. Eight months to a year. But, you know. Well, good. I just can't. Ben was like the whole time I was just trying not to throw up. He's <laughs> like, I just had to keep my composure. I said, Ben, it would have been okay. He goes. No, we've all wouldn't. we've all had those stories of the taxidermist where stuff gets lost or freezers go bad. I mean, it 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 happens. But yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, good. I hope, <laughs> I hope that works out, and uh, I hope does a great job. That guy in summer does a really good job. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. thank you, Kirk, for the recommendation. Yeah, man. for a local guy. Yeah. Well, um, I think we don't have a whole lot on the agenda for today's. Uh, tonight's this afternoon's matter of fact I haven't seen the agenda so (laughs) yeah (laughs) nothing's Uh, on it why don't we call Terrence I'd like to call Mm. the Rogue Hunts boys let's call Terrence all right and uh and his son they just got back from the world turkey calling championship how cool is is that uh a calling contest and and Terrence is a very decorated contest caller in his own right yep and uh pretty cool to see him take his boy down there and um neither one of them won but they both had a good showing, and uh, we ought to call Terrence and get him on the line and just kind of see what Wild he's got up to here. Say. All right, let's see here if I can. All right. I'll narrate. Spence has a very focused face on. <laughs> his phone's about three feet from his face. <laughs> there it is. His arm's not that long. <laughs> Hello? What's up, T? What's going on? How are you? Man, I'm great. How are you guys? We're great. I've got Rob on the line with me. What's up, man? And Hey, uh, Rob. How's it going? <laughs> man, it's going, baby. Are you at the beach this week? I came home Sunday night and went on back to work. Oh, I got you. For some reason, I was thinking you were going to be at the beach this week. Well, we were calling well, to you. Go ahead. 
Well, about the time I got recovered from the golf scramble, we, we <laughs> drove on down to the beach on last Wednesday. And okay. We kind of made a family beach trip out of it, and I just drove back and forth to Mobile to the calling contest. Awesome. So that's what we wanted to know about was, uh, is this the first contest that you and Tristan have both participated in together, or is he is he called before? He has called in three. His, his very first one was the world championship the last time we had it, two years ago. Okay. And he, he, he didn't place there. But he did call in the last Grand Nationals that we had. He he came in, I think he came in fourth place at the Grand Nationals when we were in Nashville in 2020. 2020, yeah, right before the world shut down. That's right. Um, well, cool. So y'all saddled up and drove over to Mobile. And, and what does Tristan participate in? Is he... Is he? What's the event? Is he mouth calling or is he a friction call? He was in the he was in the Pope's division, which was for the kids under under ten years old, and right now he's still running all friction calls. Okay, so how does that give me the? We're not big contest folk around here. Sure, sure. <laughs> they they pope, run that. you know, like just like baby turkeys, folks are the little ones, so they keep it pretty simple. It's your your, your calls for the kids to do or your plain yelp. They actually, down there, I was very surprised. They they had to do a fly-down cackle, a wow. plain yelp, and pluck and purr. Hmm. So it was a lot harder than he was used to doing, but he, we practiced up. It was all I could do to pull him away from the pool and the beach Friday night for him to practice <laughs> for Saturday. I but I, bet but I talked him into it, and, and he, he did pretty good. What, what was he, was he using a pot call or a box call? What? What kind of friction he, style? He was just he was running a box call for okay. for most of the stuff. He actually did the cluck and purr with his with his natural voice. I'll be dang. That's awesome. it was pretty entertaining and it actually sounded kinda of like a turkey. <laughs> That's the goal. That's pretty awesome. That's, That's right. too cool. That's right. So now wait a second. Sorry, let me jump interrupt. So if you're doing a friction, do, do they care? Is it like an open? You can do a hybrid or because you said, excuse me, you said he was running a friction call, and then here he goes, natural voice. How does that yeah, and, talk to me about and, that? And unless it's specifically a friction division, mm. you can you can call on, on whatever you want to, whether it's a mouth call or friction or your natural voice. That's awesome. He's just not comfortable enough on the, the other stuff yet. I don't even know if he's ever had a mouth call in his mouth, to be honest. How old is Tristan? He just turned nine, so it's, he's getting old enough to start trying. I'll be dang. Okay, so he's basically a year younger than Trip. Um, That's right. He's cut like a, he's cut like about a twelve-year-old, big, healthy, strapping lad. <laughs> he sure is. He already looks like a little lineman. So yeah, he's getting there. <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? We can't. You got none, that right. Ain't none of us get away from our genetics. So. That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, good. So he was pumped. Well, how did he finish? He ended up in third place. He uh, he was for the lack of practice that he did leading up to it while we were at the beach, and for, I, I was very proud of him to see how he called for what little bit of time. We're, we're definitely going to put more time into it before the next one. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. Was he nervous? But he did good. He. I don't think so. He was so worried about going back to the beach to go swimming that afternoon. I don't even think he was really worried about it. I, that's kind of awesome. It feels like he didn't. He's just checking a box off. Yeah. So he can go back to the beach. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, doesn't was he nervous? I mean, was or it seems like he was just kind of like didn't get that this he should be nervous about this, which is pretty which is pretty awesome in its own right. But looking back on it, and and actually it, the distractions probably kept him from getting nervous. That's great. Really, the main reason. I said, man, you've got a chance of getting a trophy with the, a world championship trophy and a little bit of prize money. And when I said money, he, he said, well, I'm going to go try to win some money. So heard that. So, yeah. But we had a good time. Well, good. Did uh, Were there a bunch of folks spectating, like in the crowd, or was it slow? There were thing? a few people there. It was it was part of a, of a hunting expo. Okay. And the crowd was down just with everything going on. There were still a lot of people reluctant to, sure. to come to the event. But we had about a third, to not quite half of the callers that we normally have there. Okay. Still some people live in states with, that are more strict with travel than others. And yeah. some people just didn't want to make that trip. Yeah. And we, same way with, with people watching. There's a few spectators and then the family of the callers that were there. I got you. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's, that's, that sounds like the ideal experience for a nine-year-old young man to start his calling career instead of a thousand people sitting out there, you know, in bright lights. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It was re- it was real laid back, so it was a good way to to get him started. That's awesome. Well, good. So, uh, and what about you, pops? Did you did you call? I did. I did. I thought I I thought I had one man the other one. I was I was feeling pretty good about it this weekend. I, I called in the first round Friday evening, uh-huh. and I ended up in second place after the first round. I think I was a half a point or one point out of first. Hey, mm, so I was pretty pretty pumped up going into that final round on Saturday, and and I had a I, I had a pretty good run on Saturday. I, I didn't have any slips, and it sounded pretty good to me. And Josh was texting back and forth because he was watching the live feed that was that was posted up on Facebook and. He was he was giving some feedback on some things, and he thought he said I had a good run, and and I did. But but some other guys had some really good runs that day too, and I ended up in fourth place. And out of the four, we had four out of the same five guys from the top five in the first round that made the top five again on Saturday. So it was very consistent calling this weekend, and a lot of good callers there. Mm. Well, that being said, I was just happy to make the top five. It was some, it was some good calling for guys. I guess everybody was still practicing up, just finishing up turkey season, so yeah. they were still on the game pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Who who ended up winning? A guy named Ben Chamberlain won. He he actually he came down from Pennsylvania. He he didn't mind traveling. He got him a plane ticket and flew down. And Damn. that was his second time to win the world championship. He. He actually won it four or five years ago, and when I came in second, he's the guy that knocked me off the last time I came in second in that deal. So he's he's been pretty consistent the last five years. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And so that contest was friction, correct? That's right. That was the friction division. Okay. And does everybody in the friction division run in a pot call, or are there some portions where they run a box? There were some guys that that did that were kiki and the first day on a box call and well in both rounds but that was one guy might have excited you up on a box call but for the most part it was it was pot calls gotcha now can you switch like mid-round or if it's like once you pick a pot call versus a box call you got to stay with that the rest of that round well you can use 
like we had five different calls to do in the finals, and I had five different pots laying there on the table with five different strikers. Wow! So you can like do and, one and put it down. Well, and then... the, well, Terrence, explain each round. You you make five different sounds, so right, five right. different sequences of calling. So that's what he's calling that's right. a plain yelp or an excited hit. But so, each call's more tuned towards that particular correct. sound. Yeah. But but what I'm saying that's is right. instead of it being just one routine for 90 seconds like you would with a duck call, they're going to say to Terrence, okay, plain yelp of a hen, and you've got, what, 20 seconds or 30 seconds to just do that you one You've got call. one minute. You've got one minute per call. And so. it, for this one, we had two rounds. We had four calls to do in the preliminary round, and they took your top 12 callers plus your your previous world champion into the final round. So if you guys got knocked out of it that called on Friday that, that didn't get to call on Saturday, and then the top 12 callers, well, the top 13 called again on Saturday with five completely different calls than we did the day before. Yeah. Okay. What – I don't give too many of your secrets away because uh, I know I know you got all kinds of secrets. First secret is did you, did you wear your uh, – did you wear just like a regular old mossy oak shirt or did you wear your turkey, uh, like your Hawaiian turkey uh, festive uh, – You know, I, I almost – Broke out the the Hawaiian turkey shirt. <laughs> I don't know what to call that. It's like turkey puke. It's like turkey. Something. It's like it's like a it's sort of turkey wallpaper and turkey puke all at the same. Like a, it, that. It's like the best wallpaper that you could imagine at turkey camp. <laughs> Just wait till you see the duck one. I've got the duck one to match, so you'll be seeing it soon. But now nah, I had to go with my lucky. I had to go with my lucky nomad shirt. Good, good. So. Uh, I, what I was getting at about your secrets is uh, don't give too much away, but what surfaces between your five, if you, you made the comment that you had five different pots and strikers, what surfaces are you using for what calling sequences? You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Well, between the four different calls on Friday and then five calls on Saturday, I ran some of the cutting and fly down stuff on a on a slate call okay and then i ran some on i ran a couple of the softer calls on on our crystal yeah That's and then i ran I, I i kiki on an aluminum surface because you can get those higher pitch whistles yep on hmm. one of the kiki discs so several different calls and each one of them is is it's crazy if you looked at my call bag there's 20 different calls in there and there's not that many different turkey sounds on a score sheet. But yeah. <laughs> I've just got different calls and strikers picked out for different ones. That's right. Well, I mean, nobody has just one lure in their tackle box either. So, I mean. That's right. I get it. But so you use you use a slate in a contest for excited yelping and cutting, stuff like that? I do. I, that slate, you know, like when we were sitting around doing the R&D stuff, the weekend before talking about the different calling surfaces and we were talking about new calls and stuff moving forward. That slate, like our walnut pot with that slate surface in it, it has such a good pop. The, hmm. the cuts on it, just they're real sharp notes. And they, a good slate to me cuts and flies down and, and even excited yelps is, as good yeah. as any surface that you can use. Yeah, yeah. It's just interesting because the way you described all of that is seems a little counterintuitive to the way that you would hunt with them. Because, like, to hunt, 
most guys would make your quiet stuff with a slate, you know, your purrs and stuff, and and then would use a crystal like to locate. But what you're saying is that in a contest, the sound that you get from a slate is so sharp and it's got so much pop to it that you feel like it makes a better cut or a fly down. But then the you're using the crystal for the quiet stuff, I guess, because it's so clear. Is that yeah that like you're if you're doing a tree yelp like mm-hmm. a glass or a crystal surface you can get those real Finesse. bubble type yelps mm-hmm, and plucks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the soft stuff that's so interesting it, to me <laughs> and in a calling room you know the most rooms we were fortunate there it was a pretty good venue but a lot of the rooms that you're in in a calling contest the acoustics, acoustics not may great. not be set up to run a turkey yeah. call so <laughs> even though a slate is more mellow in the woods if you're in a room running a call it may have plenty of pop mm-hmm. versus outside in the yeah in the I middle mean, of the woods calling makes, on it. Yeah, it makes total sense. I mean, duck calls are the same way when you have a contest. The acoustics and what mm-hmm. the judges are hearing is always part of the game. Like that's what everybody in the war room's talking about, right? Is is mm-hmm. you know, that's right? And, and um, I've gotten really superstitious, to be honest. That calling room that we were in this past weekend is the same room that we were in a couple of years ago when I won that. Won the world friction, so I used the exact same calls. I knew how good they sounded in the room two <laughs> years ago, awesome. so I didn't. I didn't change a thing. So I can't are y'all, imagine you being superstitious. No, that's right. <laughs> so in that in that in that war room back there waiting, are you like you back there with all the other callers? Is like nobody making eye contact? Are you sitting in the you know like walk us through that for a second? Oh man, we're all good friends at this point. We've all yeah. half of us. We all travel together, and we're all. Yeah. Honestly, it was like a family reunion for a lot of us. That's the first time that we had called since we were at Max Prairie Wings in March of 2020 before Man. before the world went crazy. Mm-hmm. So it was it was the first time for most of us to get out there and call again and yeah. catch up and see each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, awesome. But, yeah, leading up to it, there's usually if caller number one is on stage, you've got the next three or four guys waiting behind the stage to go, and we're kind of there just doing our own thing to get in get our mind right before we go up there and everybody does it different. Sure. Some people sit over there quiet and, and won't look at anybody and the others sit back there socializing. That's so yeah. similar to the way whatever loosens you up. That's so similar that's to right. the way duck calling is you've always got two or three social butterflies who really like to rattle everybody by speaking to them and talking to them. Yeah. I think it's how they keep themselves calm is just by making random conversation. And then you always got a couple guys who are like laser focused don't want to talk to anybody. They're like a pitcher that's coming into the eighth inning who's throwing a no hitter. It's like don't talk don't to me, look don't at touch. Him, me. Don't. And those two people always, always hate each other. <laughs> yeah. Always. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I think Turkey Collins the same way. That's funny. Well I didn't know if it was gonna be like that experience where you're out there, you know, right before an exam, there's always like those two guys who are always cramming for the exam, and you're like, I don't need you to say anything because you're gonna mess me up because <laughs> you're memorizing something weird mm-hmm. or whatever. So, well, man, when you show up in the morning for a calling contest like that, there's a lot of guys that have been in there since they since they unlocked the doors that morning and have man. ran calls the whole time, and you've got other guys that just show up with a call bag and they're just Relax. they're waiting to take the calls out and call whenever they go up on stage. Man, that's great. Well, congrats. Mm-hmm. That's that's, I mean, top five, no slouch. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. We had a good time. It was. That's good your, to watch my son and then to, to get the call. Yeah, that I appreciate Rob saying that, but just let's be honest, Terrence, that's your one of uh, <laughs> not finishing in the top three. So, 
uh, Josh and I talked earlier, and I mean, you know, <laughs> that's strike one and two both. So we're gonna need oh, you to tighten man. up from here. <laughs> <laughs> I can work on that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, good oh, deal. Good. Proud of you, and uh, I know you're probably jonesing like all the rest of us for things to cool off. Most people don't know about you. You you like to duck hunt probably as much or more than you like to turkey hunt. Hey, honestly, I, I do. If if I a lot of guys ask which one I like better, and it's honestly just whichever one is in season. That's exactly awesome. And That's what you tell them. We were on the way back from the beach Sunday, and I stopped to check. We had a foot of rain over the last week in this part of the world, and I had to stop and check some of our duck ponds to see what the water looked like to know if I could get a tractor in there to, to get some feed in the ground this week. And it, it's too wet right now, but yeah, I spend this time of year planting stuff for the ducks and trying to get ready for duck season. That's awesome. Well, good. Well, good. Well, things went great with the rogue hunt series this fall, uh, this spring. And, uh, I'm looking forward to you guys doing lots bigger and better things next spring. So we're going to call Hunter in just a second and kind of get a recap on everything, but, yeah, that rogue hunt deal, it, man, it was a blast. It was great to get those guys to kick it off opening day down here and then to get to do a little traveling with them. And yeah. like I said, when, when we were hanging out last weekend, I'm going to do a better time managing my vacation time at work between now and then. <laughs> Unless the ducks show up. If the ducks show up, I'll be burning a bunch of vacation time. But <laughs> but if right. not, I'm going to try to save more to do more traveling during, during the turkey season next yeah, year. Good. Yeah, because you, you did Alabama and you, you got to – go to missouri and then you also did the kansas trip this year too with them well i i left i, I met them out in, in kansas and we killed mm-hmm. our turkeys there and then when they left to go meet jr i went on back to to go back to work for a few days gotcha gotcha i couldn't remember if i saw you over there or you had gotten a chance to go that way i'm just glad to know no. somebody that checks into work every now and then terrence that makes me proud i mean well you know, i try to earn my keep because my boss is good enough to let me take off some during duck season and turkey season, so I try to, mm-hmm. I try to when it's not hunting season, I try to, <laughs> and even during hunting season, I try to check in every now and then. That a boy, that a boy, <laughs> just enough to keep them on their toes, right? That's right. <laughs> not That's enough right. where they need you all the time. <laughs> good. Well, you know it. I, I manage dirt work and contractors and concrete pours, so this is our busy time of year. So oh, yeah, as soon as duck season is over that's about the time we start moving dirt so they kind of fuss about me being gone during turkey season but it's, as soon as it's over each year i try to make up for it in the summertime and put some hours in well good, good if, y'all, if y'all can stay dry <laughs> hey All that's been a rain. struggle the last few years that's right mm. our old turkey population could use some dry mm. springs i know that man yes sir mm. well, we're seeing some baby turkeys Are yes you? sir we're seeing some baby turkeys in this part of the world so hopefully they'll Good. Hopefully last week wasn't too hard on them with all that rain. Hopefully they'll they'll hang in there and we'll we'll have a good recruitment this year. That's right. That's right. Well, good. Well, hey, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes to talk to us and uh, tell Mama and everybody that we said hello and give Tristan a hearty congratulations from all well, of yes, us. Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. And y'all do the same. And, and Rob, I know you got that little one coming pretty soon. So, mm-hmm. like I told you last week, go into hibernation now and get all the sleep you can get. <laughs> it don't work like that. You and I both know it doesn't work like That's that. That's right. I'm gonna, I'm, That's gonna, right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do my level best, but we'll see what happens. You got any other well, advice? Man. You let me know. Oh, uh, we're I'm still learning as I go, <laughs> but but good luck with it, buddy. All right, I appreciate you. See you, Terrence. All right, see y'all. All right, we're just going to seamlessly just roll right on in.
We're going to get one more quick update uh, from the man himself, the mullet man. Hello. What's happening? What's up? (laughs) What's going on, Hunter? (laughs) What's up, man? How are you? Man, I'm great. Uh, Hunter, I got Rob on the other end of the line, and uh, and we're recording live. So we just hung up with Terrence, and uh, we were busting his chops pretty good for finishing it outside of the top three. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and we would expect gonna... a lot more. You'd expect a lot more from someone who's got a signature series friction call, wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 uh, I, love mean, it. Well, I mean, I told him that, you know, with all due respect, this was his one, you know, I mean, he, he, <laughs> he, he got, yeah. he, you know, everybody deserves to get a second chance, but most people don't get a third chance. So he needed to tighten <laughs> up. And he said, yes, sir. He'd, he'd do better next time around. He better correct it. Hey, he's my partner there. We won that world team for that international team. So yeah. he's letting me down, too. That looks bad on me. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. So give us a little update on your life and, uh, and the Rogue Hunts thing. I mean, it was a pretty stout episode yesterday. It just kind of got lobbed out yeah. there. <laughs> Here we are in the middle of June. Mm. <laughs> exactly, man. We're, I'm, I'm trying to hold on to it. I've been, I've been just looking for tracks and feathers. I miss it so much. It's like, you know, June's like depression month for me. I got to I gotta get back into the groove. I just got to fish as much as I can and just try to keep happy. But, man, it was a – this spring for me was one of the most fun springs I've had in a while with real continent. It was just, uh, you know, it was such a change of pace from what we were used to. And it was just a bunch of guys just getting up every day and going hunt. You know, yeah. I mean, regardless of the cameras and stuff, and not that we didn't try to get the best footage we could, but, you know, if he hung up at 30 or 40, we were whacking him. And that's how I like to hunt, man. It was, <laughs> it was a lot, a lot of fun. We got to see a lot of turkeys die. And, man, it was a, it was a great first year. And I'm excited for next year already. Awesome. Man. There, I, I would really like for you to tell everybody how many turkeys you watched die this spring, but given the current state of affairs and the decline in the national turkey population, let's just say you had an excellent spring, and I'm proud of you. Yeah, we'll keep it on the host host, but it was, a, it was a good year, man. It was a really good year. And it, uh, you know, it was just, like I said, it was just so much fun to be able to just go hunting with Josh every day, and mm-hmm. you know, I got home with my dad quite a bit, which was a lot of fun. And you know, it was, it was just so much fun to be able to to just get up and, and basically go hunting, even though we were filming the whole time. Was a yeah, it's was, awesome. Was more fun than I could handle almost. <laughs> what was it? Uh, I imagine this year you probably hunted in some new states. What was it like? What, what were some of those new states, or what was it different in hunting this year? Kind of in some new places. Yeah, yeah, I got to hunt, uh, man, I don't know how many, but I got to hunt quite a few new states. Tennessee was a new one for me, and I'd always heard really good things about Tennessee. And I was lucky enough for old Spencer to hook me up, and, man, we got a blast. We got, it got pretty western in Tennessee, and then we got to, I got to go to Wisconsin for the first time, which also I'd heard a lot of good things about. Josh brought me up there, and uh, that was a lot of fun, too. But it was uh, it was fun getting to travel to a bunch of different places I'd never been to before, and you know, it was just cool, especially these places that I've heard such great things about, and to be able to go there and see it, it would, uh, it was awesome. That's great. I, the there's so much out there about declines in population, and and I, I certainly think that there is some element of truth to decline of population, but no doubt, I've enjoyed talking and or hearing you talk about these places because 
I mean, a lot of the places that you went still have such a strong population that. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, y'all had some fantastic hunts, and I know you enjoyed it. And uh, anyways, I. It doesn't kill everybody to be positive for a little bit. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> man. There was, there, was, there was plenty of places. You know, even up here in, like, the northeast, there was plenty of places. I've seen more, more gates anyway than I've ever seen in my life. So, I mean, that right there is a really positive note. And, I mean, even places like, you know, Tennessee, people say it was on the decline. But, man, if that was decline, I'd like to see what it was when it was on the uprising. Because mm-hmm. it, was, it was pretty pretty dang good when we were there. Oh, so, I mean. Everywhere, pretty much for the most part, I saw a ton of jigs this year. So next year should be really good. I mean, there's only so much you can do about this population problem. And, you know, like you said, I think just a positive attitude. You have a couple good hatches, and hopefully you're right back to where you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. What about, uh, have you gotten a haircut yet, or are you going to just, like, a, what point I are you going to? I a- haven't. I probably should now that it's over, but I don't know. I'm not the same so it's got to got to stay for a little while okay. anyway I, I, I didn't know I if you were i didn't know if you were planning on rocking it straight up into canada if they let us cross the border um, <laughs> i might have to man i might have to just grow it out like like your boy jason cross there played it <laughs> at the uh the golf the golf bash he had a pretty pretty stout one i might just have to grow it out like him <laughs> i'm thinking that if you grow one if you continue growing it out between now and when we go to Canada, they're probably going to make you get a vaccine for both your body and your mullet. I feel like it's going to be a separate <laughs> vaccination. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. He may get to the border and be like, what are you doing over there? He's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Just, exactly. That's a good point. Like, he might, exactly. he might I, not need the vaccine. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> exactly. I dump a, little, dump a little gasoline on my clothes and wear a nice flannel. It might not even check my passport. <laughs> That's great. That's great. What about the hat? I saw you took a lot of grief on online about wearing the oh, hat backwards. <laughs> you, you know, the thing about the hat was I only just wore my hat backwards when I stuck it on. It just kept my kept the flow out of my face, you know. Just something that I did, and then when I started getting busted, I said, "You know what? This is going to be my thing now. People are gonna, <laughs> people are not going to like it. I'm going to embrace it." He told me me while I was up there, right there at the end of May, he was like, man, he was like, I really don't actually like wearing my hat backwards that much. He was like, but I'm not chickening out. No. (laughs) giving in. I'm I'm just going to own it (laughs) and let them (laughs) eat them alive. No way. No way. That's that's my deal, man. It's never turning around. (laughs) I love it. That was so funny. Steely resolve. What's your old man up to? (laughs) Oh, he's uh, he's just getting back into his summer routine. You know, he's as you saw, he's involved with the dog a lot. He's got the dog doing some doing some food plots, and she's all over the place with him. I'm sure she'll be up in the plane with him. Now he's going to get back to flying. And he's That's been awesome. skiing quite a bit. He loves the loves to water ski at the lake there, and huh. just uh, kind of busy, you know. Oh, well, good. When you say flying, are you talking like he's like? Uh... Works for the natural the gas company checking power lines, or is he flying parts, or what's he what's he flying? No, no, no. He's just he just has a he has a super cub, and he's just you know it's been in my family. My my grandpa was a uh, was an instructor in the Air Force, and it's kind yeah. of been in my family for a while. So everybody's flown oh. except me. Those too su- busy. Those super turkey. cubs. Those super cubs oh, are yeah. unbelievable. Oh man, they, it's fun to go up. Does he ever do any stole stuff, like any competitions or anything, or does he stay out of that? No, or? no. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, he just he just pretty much rides for fun and he uh Got it. You know, we we enjoy it. I like going up with him. I don't have quite the 
<laughs> quite the fear level that the rest of my family's pilots do, but <laughs> they, uh, they're, uh, well, they're pretty into it, man. That's awesome. Man, it that's is. Cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I, there's some things I don't know anything about and flying's one of them. Yeah. I just like to keep my feet on the ground, but <laughs> yeah, man, you need to get up with Jeff. I fell out of a tree stand one time when I was about 17. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've never really, it. really liked heights. Yeah. But that kind of pushed me over the edge. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Being in a tree stand. Well, <laughs> being in a tree stand like nothing heights, like flying. <laughs> no, not even close. But if you didn't like heights, man, I'm sure these mountains were a little scary for you up here, weren't they, Spence? They were not scary from a height standpoint. They were scary <laughs> from my oxygen saturation from and my <laughs> blood <laughs> level. Like, uh, <laughs> like the last morning we got out of the truck and we, I, I had my topo on and we climbed 380 feet straight up hill. <laughs> and then he gobbled. And then he gobbled and he was like 250 feet below the truck. And so trips yeah. like in, on the brink of tears, I had to carry him for part of it, you oh, know, and man. I'm thinking, thinking, well, son, you know, your mom's not here. I can't like leave you in the truck with, <laughs> you got to get up and man. walk. I, feel I like felt like at the, at the end of that trip, man, I felt like such a bad guy because I was so caught up. I mean, you saw how I was. I get so caught up and just going, got to go. We, man, I'm I'm gone. And I, I kept forgetting that we were with a, what, what is it, a nine-year-old. nine-year-old kid. I you know, look back and maybe two and a half behind me. But, man, he, he kept up. He did a heck of a job. He, uh, he, he, gave, it, on. he gave it four days as hard as he could. He Oh yeah, hundred and ten, and it paid off. It's like I told you, anybody can raise a quitter, but my job, my job (laughs) to raise one's got his ears pinned back. So Uh, that's great. Well, good man, y'all had a great season, and uh, and I appreciate you representing the the brand so well. And um, we 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 appreciate you guys, everything you guys have done for us. I think it's been a heck of a match. Like I said, this has been one of the most fun springs I've had in a while. And good. I, I'm excited for years to come, man. It's That's been right. A, it's been a great go. Well, good. Let's run it back next spring and shoot some migrating birds between now and then. Let's do it. Sounds good to me. All right, buddy. Go tell your dad hello and uh, have a great evening. Thanks for checking for in sure. with us. It was, good, it was good talking to you guys. I appreciate it. You too, Bob. See you, pal. See you, fellas. Well, it's a pretty good episode. Yeah. I mean, just check in with the boys. We can call Josh, but he's going to answer the phone and go, Yo! What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I talked to him yesterday, and he was just pumping out mouth calls. So, um, Like when they were up here for the golf tournament, they were just – everybody was just sitting in that one room. Yeah, it was cool, huh? Working on – I mean, it was – so, I, I walk in, you've got Pender and Lovey. And then you you know you've got Terrence and you've got Hunter and you I mean you've got Josh and and they're just sitting there he, and then Josh breaks out the call press yeah and he just makes probably a hundred calls yeah just bangs them out and everyone's like trying them and <laughs> testing them like this is awesome yeah and that's a I mean and Jr was on his way he actually had a oh car, yeah a, a, a car pulled out and T boned him on his way uh, man but he was coming and then and he's Kevin, all right right oh yeah. Kevin Taylor was also coming, and he uh, got hung up at work. And, anyways, um, yeah, there were a few pretty decent yelpers in the room there, yeah. uh, trying out some prototypes. But 
we got a couple new calls coming, a mm-hmm. couple replacing a couple of old ones, and uh, so lots of lots of good momentum on the on the old turkey side. Turkey side so. for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, good. We'll wrap it here. And sounds good. I'm starving. I need to go eat some dinner. Yeah, Liz probably has some things for me to do back at the house. <laughs> I'm sure Miss Lindy does for me too. So, <laughs> all righty. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. All right, buddy. Catch you later. See you on the next one.